Welcome to another episode of RTAF Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Norris. Thanks for being here. This week, I have the wonderful Molly Gardner Art, or just Molly Gardner, as I know her, as my guest. I'm down here in New Orleans where Molly moved this year, and we talk about that move. We talk about overcoming wrist surgery on her painting hand, talk a lot about mental health, uh, about teaching. She's got a class upcoming. Uh, it's a retreat, uh, eight hours a day, painting intensive in Colorado with other artists, Seth McMahon and Gabriel Welch. I'll put the link to that in the comments. And this week, my newest patron is Chelsea Jewett. You can find her at Chelsea Jewett Art on Instagram. Go over and check her out. And if you would like to support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast really helps me out if even just a hundred people were subscribed at four dollars a month that would be a big big boost and an immeasurable help to me my goals are to be able to pay someone to full-time edit and shoot video for this podcast obviously other things like getting better and newer equipment come to mind and really just making this a sustainable uh, practice for me. Anyway, let's get right into it. Here is Molly, Molly Gardner. Gardner. Uh, you got relatable. more jokes? I have lots of jokes. Do I say the repeats? Re- repeats. Let's um, hear the best ones. Oh, gosh. Oh. Molly Gardner, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Hell yeah. Here we are in New Orleans. Hi. I finally came to visit you. I know. I mean, finally. it's It hasn't been that long. I'm it stoked hasn't. y'all are here. Dude, yeah. You, have you had a lot of people visit you? Um, I have. I mean, considering so. I I've had like... Four of y'all this month in like 21 days, pretty much straight besides three of them. And then Steven, Bobby, and Curtis came down and that was really cool. Shouts. Shouts. Sweet, <laughs> sweet, squishy Scarlet. Scarlet came down here. Um, yep. Raina, we've got. Oh yeah. Let's talk about the guests we have here. So okay. uh, for everybody listening on the audio, uh, we've got, some, what are these called? Squishy melons? Squishmallows. Squishmallows. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Squishy melons. <laughs> Either way, I kind of like my name better, but I'll go with Squishmallows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring that a little. Let's swivel it. Just swiv. Just swiv? a swiv. Just a swiv? Yeah, yeah. Just All a right. swiv. There cool. we go. Just a skosh. All right. And they're little like stuffed. And this one's a butterfly. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Obvi- let you figured that out obviously. on your own. Obviously. Then we have um, a dragon named Miles, okay. uh, a catacorn. That's a cat and a unicorn for the uncultured. <laughs> um, named Rebecca. We've got uh, Hallie, who's a beautiful narwhal. Oh, yeah. And then we have Joy here, who is a flying squirrel. So I sit at home in the studio a lot. I like rainbows and squishy things. So this is my squad. We hang out a lot. They're great. They're, They're pink and teal and just all kinds loads of, of fun. So basically, yeah. we're having a stuffed animal party, you know? <laughs> And that's what New Orleans is all about, is just being weird. Right? Yeah, exactly. It really is, though, which is super cool because, I don't know, I'm a big old weirdo, and everyone here has fit my vibe completely. Hell yeah. Like, since I've moved here, every person I've met, I feel like I've known for a very long time. 
Nice. And when I came back or came back after visiting for the first time to be like, do I really want to move here? Do I just have it? Like, did I have a nice time? Um, yeah, everyone, everyone here is a vibe. It's nice to be back in the South too. So we really miss you. I know I miss y'all, but thankfully I live in a cool place. Yeah. So y'all will keep visiting. It's not like you moved to Iowa or something. I always say Ohio and I'm sorry. I know sorry, both Ohio. places are beautiful, beautiful places. Uh, nature. Awesome. Ohio's got a lot of greenery. Yeah, it does have the Serpent Mound. Yeah, it has cool it's stuff. It's got Cleveland, you know, really beautiful city up there. <laughs> Sorry if you live in Cleveland. Um, and uh, Iowa is is pretty nice. They you know, both I've, are. I've drove through there, and uh, I love it a lot. Actually, I think, shout out Rick York. I think he lives in Iowa. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's just a harder place for, for people to visit. Right, right, it's right. Just, it's a hub here. There's always stuff going on that besides me, except I'm enough stuff going on that you want to visit, I know. But because mm -hmm. we're doing nothing today. So we, we love it. We're having a blast. It's really nice. <laughs> um, so why'd you move here again? Um, <laughs> why aren't you still? You're like, like why'd you leave? 30 minutes away. Um, so <laughs> I love Colorado so much, so much. But I'm from Texas originally, mm -hmm. and I can't do cold weather. I don't do cold weather sports. I I hate the dry weather. Like I still sound like an old woman when I sound say that, but it's true. Mm -hmm. And I've it's been looking for a new place to live for like four or five years. Uh -huh. And then when I visited here last January, right before COVID and everything, or yeah. during, and we didn't know. Um, <laughs> Shout out to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I visited and I was like, that's it. I was like, that's the place. And I wanted to come down when nothing was going on, but I was like, that's New Orleans. Nothing, that doesn't happen. Right. And then I right. ended up being able to come down during COVID and really do nothing. Like I stayed with a friend and walked around a lot by myself. Of course, all masked up. We love that. Mm -hmm. um, and I still just loved it, even without like a fun event. It was a tipper event uh, when I first came down. Oh, right, right, right. <clears throat> yeah. And so when I came down after that, there was nothing. And I just loved it. The weather, everything's like a rainforest, which I'll see over the like days y'all will be here. But just yeah. like it's lush, beautiful, humid, hot, closer uh to water, which is a big part. I can drive to the beach in three hours. Um, and the art scene here is big, right? Um, which is definitely like a transition mm -hmm. because getting into an art scene in a new place is always a challenge. Mm -hmm. um, especially I've realized because super dedicated painters stay inside all the time. Right. So like how do, and so do I. So like, how do I, how will I meet the people? And it, it will happen, but like community takes time. Mm -hmm. And that's been like a reminder I've been giving myself because I'm like, I need my, my painter friends because I loved like in Denver having y'all to be like, hey, you want to go sit and paint and not talk and then be able to <laughs> like just sit and work together because it gets pretty isolating. Mm -hmm. Shout Squishmallows. <laughs> um, working by yourself all the time. Right. But it does happen. But so the art scene here is popping. And I know that I'll find my little little squad eventually because it took me years to find like all y'all, you know. Mm, it took us like three or four it. years. Yeah. Really? I lived in Colorado in 2013. We all met 2016, 17. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you, you and I, we, you, me, and Steven met at the end of 2013. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. All right, we can, let's <laughs> let's argue about this off mic. You're but, right. He's okay. right. He's right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. But uh, it also is different because the music and art scene isn't as connected here. That's the true, other thing. True, true that. True like that. live painting is a huge thing in Denver. Here, it's just different. It's a little different, but I'm super grateful for it. All the people I have met, yeah. again, are just so kind, and I'm super grateful for my little little fam out here already. Have you thought about, it's something that I just thought might work, is like, what if you made 
say like a Facebook group that was like New Orleans painters and just see how many cool people you could catch that way. That could be a really great idea. I want to do once like COVID is a lot more under control. I would like to do like art days in the park and even stuff like that. But even right now, just with how high the numbers are and low the vaccination rates are here in the South, I'm going to keep it chill. But it's, it's pretty crazy. Like we came down here at just the perfect time. <laughs> you did, but at least we really like each other's company. Yeah, yeah. So we can just so sit here. So if we don't here. go out, it's okay. It's okay. Y'all can come back and we'll do the whole New Orleans experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, your studio is really cool. I really like Thank what you, you got going on here. Thank you. I'm super stoked on it. And you own this house. I own this house. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm very, very stoked on it. Yeah. It's a whole thing for sure, but I'm super grateful for this opportunity i love all my neighbors mm-hmm. um my last place in colorado i lived there eight years never met or talked to my neighbors i've been really here, yes within a month within a week of living here i have i know all my neighbors we have each other's numbers we get each other's packages like you wave to literally everybody in the south oh yeah that's, just how that's what's up yeah yeah um Is that, I, do you like that a little bit better i do it's it's interesting because the vibe is different in Colorado for some reason. Like again, amazing place. I come from the South, so it may be that kind of like, I just resonate with it more. Mm-hmm. I didn't like small talk in Colorado. Here, people will small talk with me real quick and I don't mind it. And it's interesting. I noticed that when I was visiting before I moved, I was talking to someone. I was like, okay, bye. And he's like, okay, bye. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was just short, pleasant, nothing else. They just wanted to say hi and we were done. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that. That's kind of an art. You know, I, I feel like that the South or like, you know, people from the South have mastered it is. just by growing up there because you know that it's small talk and you don't you don't have to have some sort of way to, to get out of it. You just are like, well, see you later. Yeah. And then <laughs> you see them later. Exactly. Or you, or don't. you don't. And it's totally <laughs> fine. And no one cares. It's like that John Mulaney joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or it's. Uh, I'll see you. I'll see you on Wednesday, and he's like, "Or we won't talk for three months, and it doesn't matter." Exactly, adulthood. (laughs) Yeah, adulthood is great, and uh, living in your own house is. I mean, have you have you paid for any repairs yet? Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah yeah. I had a a savings to travel with, Mm -hmm. um, and when I had this opportunity, then I decided yes, obviously. And no, I've had a lot of repairs. New Orleans houses are old. Yeah. They are beautiful. But what was they... this bill? Like 1500 no, Yep. I'm just... <laughs> 1210 $1,210. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful 800-year-old uh, house. It's made with straw and uh, and manure. And, mano- so... and, and moss. Oh, yes. Don't nope. forget the moss. Yeah, manure, moss, straw. They call it mms. Manas. <laughs> Manas. Anyway. Yeah. So... Um... <laughs> How has your art changed at all since you've moved down here? Do you feel like the city has changed you as a person or have you I think are you taking it all in still? I, I'm definitely taking it all in still. Mm-hmm. I think the city has changed me in a person um because my last house was amazing. Denver was amazing. Um and then of course the whole like surgery thing happened and then it was covid so i did most of that alone in my house and that was really rough and so i was just in a super dark place before i moved Mm -hmm. and of course like those come and go but sure uh yes i i step outside every morning and it's like 85 and really thick and i'm just like oh yes 
It was kind of nice to sweat today. I got it. It was, yeah. yeah. And like, even it just feels better. Mm-hmm. I think my arts change, I'm doing a solo show or I'm working on one currently. Um, and I'm doing like all these plants and greenery, which is something that, and I notice things in my art that I don't necessarily realize that I'm doing until afterwards. Right. Like the underlying things I'm doing. And it's a whole solo show that'll be these people and plants and about kind of growth and rebirth and life and. This whole kind of change that I've been going through in a sense. Right. Yeah. I want to talk about that because you've had a crazy year. Not Uh, only did you move, but we, you know, we all went through COVID. Yes. Right. But right before, was it, it was right before COVID. Literally two weeks before. Yeah. You had a major wrist surgery. And I think we talked about it last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That it was coming up. Yes, it was. It was right before, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to just. I'll touch. I'll just do go it. in on that. Yeah, and yeah. Like, <laughs> let's see what, so what comes. Sorry up. if y'all have listened to this part before. Um, I had a bone disease that affected only my painting wrist, and it killed a very important bone in my wrist. And so the only surgery they told me was uh, they have to take out that bone or three bones um, at the bottom of my wrist, and they were going to shorten it, put a plate in it, and then it wouldn't bend at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did some searching on the internet, um, really suggest that for anyone with health problems, Google it, Reddit it, go into more, go into that because it's hard to visit a ton of doctors I know Oh yeah, because it's expensive. Um, and I, this doctor happened to be a Maryland that I found and he's one of two in the world. And he did this crazy surgery where he pulled a piece of my knee and put it into my wrist and made a new bone for me. <sighs> and so, yeah, it's, he's done it like 50 times now. Um, my wrist doesn't bend all the way, but it bends like a it little. It bends a little bit. It bends can... a little bit. And d- being able to do that, I think it's changed my painting. And I don't know, I feel like it made me get more detailed because I was doing smaller paintings and stuff yeah. like that. And my wrist can only do this. So it's kind of like, it's, it's. I don't know. I'm watching the change in my art is always interesting. But Right. Um, right. I got to say that like, I think your portraits have really leveled up. Thank you. And thank you. You did all that while you were basically for a time painting with just your left hand. I was because what the fuck? Yeah, I was losing. <laughs> I was losing it inside my house, and it, I made it like three. And it, so the knee surgery too, like the part was kind of hard because it blew up extra. I had to stay in you the got hospital. Swelling and stuff. Yeah, I had to stay yeah. in the hospital another day. Um, and so that recovery almost was more painful than my wrist. Like my wrist has taken longer at this point cause it's, but it's getting there. Mm-hmm. But so I was sitting in my house and like my dad left cause he came and helped. Thank, thank bless. Uh, <laughs> and then when he left, I was like, Hey, take some Purell. I think some shit's about to go down. And he was like, <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and then he was like, oh. Okay, so he left, and then four days later, we were all put into quarantine. Yeah. Um, my doctors told me, don't see anybody. We don't know what this is. So then I couldn't have anybody come over that was planning on it to help come and help take care of me. So no one could so come. So you were going to have, like, physical therapy, but then you couldn't? Well, no, or... um, like, friends couldn't come and cook for me. Ah, so, like, my friends yeah, were going to, yeah, like, yeah. come by. Um, Crystal came by a couple times, but then her roommate kind of started to be, in my eyes, a little irresponsible because I just didn't know... We didn't know what it was doing, right? You know, and my I, I my immune system was super low, right? Um, and my doctors were like, "Don't see anybody." So for like the majority of it, I was by myself, like hobbling around without being able to use the right side of my body. That's <sighs> a lot for sure. Uh, still mentally dealing with that for sure. What? What? Maybe not what, but 
how did you like force yourself to paint with your left hand? That sounds like kind of the most tedious and, and just difficult things I could think of doing. So is that, was it like to keep I, you mentally sane or? So I started before cor before anything because my right hand was done so anyway. I actually, a, a video popped up on my phone recently, which I didn't even know. I, I've kind of forgot I'd started doing it. But um, I posted some video to Instagram that popped up and I was like, I'm trying. And it was really shit. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you course, wouldn't expect. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. And it's, it's nice to see that because I have progressed and I still do it too. Yeah. Like when my wrist acts up or something. Or if it's not, I'll just take my left hand and see what it does to the canvas. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think it was to keep me sane. Um, and yeah, I would go and just like hobble over and like have to have my legs straight. I'd be on the ground um, and then just like sketch in a really crappy thing and just keep trying it. And then slowly I would use my right hand for a little bit, but it was in a cast for months. So it would be like in a cast and I'd be painting. Um, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. And things that I've learned or I did in my left-handed paintings, those like big gestural strokes, Yeah, I have now brought over to these mm -hmm. and my newer works. And it's cool because my work's always been really busy, but I've it's always nice to simplify it a bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like busy definitely. work is amazing, but it's just something I've wanted to do. And with the left-handed stuff, I've now bring over some of those skills I learned with that and just harnessing the left and right brain. I think is, or I don't know if each hand is connected different. Is I it? think, I think it's like, um, the right, supposedly the right hemisphere of your body yeah. connects up to the left. That's what I thought. Hemisphere it crosses, of your yeah. brain. And other than the eyes, which are yeah. actually just a part of your brain, I just learned. Oh yeah. They're the only external part of your brain. Um, I think that it's, it splits like that, you know, yeah. we're so neither of us different. are uh, scientists or yeah. anything, but, uh, well. <laughs> I listen to some other podcasts, so <laughs> Once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, also I think that the, I'm pretty sure this is true. Like the left hemisphere is about, uh, language and rational thought and logic. And then the right is the creative free thinking, okay. non-linear part of your brain. And I always thought the opposite, which very probably means I'm true or wrong. I mean, and you're oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So I bet you're right. Yeah. But yeah, but it was cool to to see the different things that my left hand did. And I'm going to yeah. be doing a workshop with Mike Dempsey, actually, uh, Madhouse Art. Shouts. And when is that? It's August? August 19th to the 22nd Sweet. in Colorado at a beautiful hemp farm. And I'm going to be talking about all this because I think it was a super cool thing. Um, Kaya. Sorry, my dog. No, it's okay. Sweet. You know what? She'll figure it out. Hopefully she doesn't knock over the I've uh, got a sweet blind tripod. dog that... Kaya, sit. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. I've got... A, she's very smart. Um, she is. <laughs> sorry about that, y'all. She got up, but she remembered where everything was, even Good though we girl. moved it. And <laughs> so anyway, um, so I'll be talking about that, but I thought I thought it was cool because it's, it's interesting to see the progression through all the art like these pieces were the first abstract pieces yeah yeah i remember um, those i don't know if you can show pictures on the patreon we can't we can also also put up uh just some pictures yeah in general um and it, it's just cool to see it transform but i definitely noticed through the left-handed painting what i've taken with me from that and as much as it sucks uh i don't know there's always lessons in something there's gonna be some like rainbows after rain i mean coming here like there's of course like 
I feel like we all are kind of, not all, but a lot of people are getting with a second round of COVID. I know a lot of people with like a second round of problems, which is yeah, interesting, yeah. you know, but there's always rainbows after rain and we always learn stuff from said experiences. So it's nice to look at what I learned last year and like what, yeah, even what, with all the crazy what shit. What did you learn about yourself through like oh, forcing yourself to paint left-handed and... Oh gosh, man. You know, it reinforces that, I mean, just drive. I, I have a lot of drive to do this. Yeah. And any time that I feel not driven and not like I'm doing enough, it's like, no, no, look at what I did. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I think there's milestones in all of our lives where that happens. Um, this was a big one, but even little ones, like you can look back at yourself a little bit of time ago and be like, damn, look at what I did. That's yeah, fucking cool. Not bad. No matter where you're at yeah. in life. And I think that's a important thing to recognize. And of course, like your troubles are an important thing to recognize. Like it's not like, oh, everything's great. Everything's perfect. And just whitewash over that. Right. It's like, no, that fucking sucked. But also... Shouts to that, because if you didn't have that, where would you be? You wouldn't yeah. have learned all those things about yourself. You wouldn't have learned that you had the strength to to pull on yeah. to get through the t- tough times. Exactly. So next time when you have a tough time, you can be like, Hold Yeah, up. I'll probably have like a slight mental breakdown. I mean, I've got- Which You got to yeah. let the pressure valves release <laughs> exactly. a little bit. A good 12-hour cry is nice every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And then be like, no, no, you got this, bitch. Let's do this <laughs> fucking, you know, treat yourself right. Give yourself the space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's hard for a lot of artists to love themselves or yeah. or validate the, themselves. Imposter syndrome. We mm, were talking about mm-hmm. that, I feel like. Yeah. And, do you, I mean, I think we all fall victim to it. Yeah. And like knowing that all these people and imposter syndrome, do you have a better, do you want to describe that? For I would say it's the feeling that you get when you look around and compare i think compare is the key word because you you feel like you every- can't, you, the trick is to compare yourself to who you were last week or yesterday or whatever yeah. right not to compare yourself to dolly well, or and even, but even people like or those Cause people or whoever it is you know like but even the superstars i feel like like i've heard stories like uh, I forget what pop stars did something, but they were like, every time I walk on stage, I'm afraid that I'm going to be like, do they really like me? Is this okay? Like, I, I, I wish I could remember who it was, but like, this happens with a lot of artists. And it's like... Like, not sh- just artists that are Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, not like painters, but like pop stars. I've been in interviews, they're like, every time I walk on stage, I'm afraid of being this fake. That's what it is. You, you're afraid you're an imposter, that people don't actually like your art and they're going to figure out that you're not good the, enough. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I don't know. I think, yeah, that's that's a crazy one to battle. And I mm-hmm. think everyone does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what you said with not relating yourself to someone else but your past self, but it's it's hard too. Yeah. Because that's how we learn at the same time. Yeah. Is by looking up to people. But in, sure. in learning from our, our peers and everything in life. So it's a it's a very fine line to balance, you know, between looking at things that you appreciate and love and also being really good to yourself and knowing you're doing enough. Definitely. You know? And I think I'm trying to get over this thing like personally, where it's like I have it really good mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, people are starting to like the art, starting to like Starting the- to. See, that's the thing. It's already <laughs> yeah, present. Yeah. But like, <laughs> or it's it's gaining traction to For where sure. like it's, I'm now making a living off of it. The podcast is going pretty well. And I just figure that at like 
any like I I don't know if it's a, a scarcity mindset or like I don't an I don't deserve this thing. Uh huh. But it's really got it. I think it has almost nothing to do with deserve. People just scarcity. You know, people like things that I wouldn't never like, and I don't know what people like. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and so. I just try and do what I like, and then it attracts the people who vibe with that. And I, I think that's great, though. Yeah. I think painting, I mean, do whatever the fuck you want. Sure. You know, you're your Absolutely. own human. Everyone. But, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, the proverbial you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just, like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, in, in college, and in art school, like, two of my professors came up to me at the end because all through art school, they'd give assignments, and I'd be like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't. And they'd be like, okay, fine. And tweak it a bit for me. And two of them at the end of it were like, hey, just so you know, we think because like, I think because you stood up for us, but also still listen to direction in a sense, doing that and sticking true to what you wanted will get you somewhere. And like, it's, you know, it's taken time and like a lot of fucking hours. Like all I, uh, the majority of what I do is sit here and paint, which I love. Totally. Um, and finding that flow state, which is an interesting thing I've been learning about too. Yeah. And validating that flow space. Yeah. Um, creative process. That's something we could talk about. Let's talk about it. Um, How do you get into your flow state? Is there any tricks? I can't any leave tricks? my house. Okay. Legit. And yeah. I would always feel like, I don't know, I'd feel like stupid in a sense because, um, I don't know, in Colorado, I, I started off not fully painting and doing this and then people would be like come out come out come out and I would want to but I wouldn't but it would feel silly and here when once I got here I told people I like to sit at home and paint and one of my friends um Heather who works at this art gallery called Where Yard um down here she helps manage it she really helped validate this part in me because she was like dude this that's your your process your creative process and I was like wow and I was like so I'm not crazy that's because if i it takes me like to really get into a flow state in the studio. I need two days at home by myself and then I can work and then say I go out and have fun for a night. I'll be tired the next day and then recoup the next day. And then I'll need like a couple days to really get back in the flow. And she really validated that. Yeah. And just being like, oh, wow, creative process kind of has been used in this kind of douchey way. And so it had this bad ring to me, but it's it's a real thing. And like whatever that may be for anyone is different, of course. Right. But... It, it was cool to like come here and realize that. And the, and it's nice because my friends here will be like, oh, I know that you're working right now, so I'm not going to hit you up. And I really like that. Nice. Because like, yeah, so my, one of my good friends, Maggie, she was just like, oh, I, I didn't hit you up because it's a week and I know you've been working and I know that's like your time. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Do you schedule it like weeks are for working, weekends are more for see, being not, social? or Not generally, because even if I go out on a weekend, yeah. it'll take me three days to get back. So I'll generally choose like a couple times a month, like two times a month to like go out rage when it's like appropriate and COVID's not bumping like it is now, Mm -hmm. Um, which makes it easy to get a lot of work done now that I'm able-bodied. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Which is cool because last COVID I couldn't paint much. Um, But yeah, it's it's cool and it's kind of nice to have come here and set those ground rules and people be like, yes. Respect in the boundaries. Yeah, yeah, and it's really nice. Of course, all my Denver friends are fucking amazing. Right, just want to hang out, so yeah. it's no no shade or anything. Right, um, right. But it's it is nice because that flow state and me being able to be like, this is what I have to do, um, is not leave my house. 
<laughs> yeah. And that's why it, when I moved here, I settled very quickly. I made this, like, I've only been here, like, five months. Yeah. And I homed it up real Ooh, quick. Oh, it's very homey. Yeah, and it was like it. this within, like, two months, if if that. Yeah. So, I'm stoked. Yeah, we'll, I we'll, think it's it's so much about momentum. Yeah. And that doesn't get talked about enough. Like, even just the momentum of, like, vibing in your space that you've created mm-hmm. for a few days. You got to kind of, like, get that running start over the course of a couple of days before you can really leap into the air and, yeah. and fly around, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's a cool thing. We love it. For sure. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about your paintings. You got a solo show coming up? Yes. That's um, dope. When? So I haven't decided yet. At first, I had this like hard deadline. I was like, okay, this is the date, blah, blah, blah. And then I realized that I just moved to this new amazing city. You know, um, I I have a little money saved, which is nice, so I've I can take my time because um, it's hard with a solo show. You can't sell the work you're working on, right? So it's like that's with, the trick. That that is the trick. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, it's going to be about it's like this new human form that I've been working on, and then growth and all these things. So it's like kind of people, plants, all that together and I used to do animals this may have like one animal but it's mainly like flora and fauna mm-hmm. um what kind of plant is that by the way not to derail your a, your thought uh oh gosh you did is it a fern a dumb cane dumb peace cane. lily peace it's lily, a peace lily. Nice. sorry guys I uh, didn't mean to call you that so you're <laughs> <laughs> you're not a dumb cane <laughs> I'm a smart cane yeah um that's a good joke <laughs> Those are crickets. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't do a good cricket. No, it's real hard. <laughs> but um, your show—it's about rebirth. Yeah, and rebirth, like growth, and like this kind of like. Hopefully, after all of this, you know, people have talked the Renaissance thing. Like, you know, there's always and there is like forest fires, growth after rebirth, serious problems, rainbows after rain. Like it, it is like with dark there is light that comes after it in one way or another. Right. Even though that loss is still there and valid and those feelings what's are that? Valid. What's that uh, Japanese pottery called? Kintsugi. Yes. I just did a... Awesome. During quarantine or possibly when a past partner had passed, I think. I was like uh, David Shaw. Yeah. When he passed, I had like, I think the entire year, he passed in December and the entire year also came up. And I spent like three days just like hysterically crying and making art and like i ended up taking some i'd never done a self-portrait and i took some pictures of myself and then i ended up painting one of those um yeah and then put some little cracks where i put one on my head because of course my mental state was a little broken from covid and just everything and surgery and losing a friends that year yeah um and it's called kintsugi and that's the title of the painting. Okay. And you fill the cracks with gold. And in the painting that Chris Bolin actually bought, which is precious because <laughs> he does it so we can paint next to each other. Oh. <laughs> um, and I filled the cracks with gold because, yeah, it's a it's a cool little thing. It actually makes it stronger too, doesn't it? Oh. Yeah. I don't even fucking it know does. That. We don't know. I mean, know no, it, it, it is. <laughs> and I think I've actually, um, I mean, yeah, it has to. Right. Gold is stronger than an organic material. No yeah. offense, us. But, you know. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and yeah, these paintings are, are different. And it's it, the like loose gestural style I've been doing meets 
kind of the scenery that I've also been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've noticed also like in your, your newer paintings, you have, it's a lot of, it's, it's mostly like portraits or full, full figures mm-hmm. of women and their hands are reaching out like to the viewer and they're, I guess the right term is foreshortened. Is that what it is? I've always, yeah, it's per- just perspective and foreshortening and that's, it, there there are two of them like that, I guess, too. Well, there's because the there's one, this one, that one and, and the then skull. the other one. There's this one with the skull, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, before surgery, even, though. Okay. I've always enjoyed playing with, like, foreshortening and just like that. Forced perspective. Exactly. Yeah. I, I've always enjoyed doing that. I've done it in a bunch of paintings. Um, but I think, obviously, I mean, 10, 12 years later, 10, I don't know how long, uh, years later, it's getting better. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, because the skull one, the hand one... Um, I just did a flamingo one where I photoshopped it. I basically like blew up the head a bit and like yeah. just changed the photo on Photoshop. Um, cause I think it just, if you don't have a perspective vantage point, mm-hmm. like you do in your paintings, you'll mm-hmm. have that final horizon. The, the, yeah. The way, way far away. Yeah. It kind of just gives it a little more within that only f- just the form Yeah, because you give the perspective with a foreshortening in that singular object versus having that if i don't choose to have a background right right or a literal background horizon right it's not it's not like a landscape yeah like yours aren't either that's why i was like not landscape but you know what i mean there's a a point dreamscape i don't know what to call it yeah i mean you know that's a pretty cool word i guess but uh uh Oh, we got neighbors. We got neighbors. We don't hear them much. They're great. We love them. Shouts, Cindy, John, Haley, Will, John, her kid. Forget yeah. his name. He's uh, having fun over there. He is. That's not him. Oh, okay. He's probably too small. Fifteen to make... pounds. Okay. <laughs> and in her arms. <laughs> nice. He's huge. Biggest baby. So okay, so you're you're still making more paintings for this body of work coming up. I I am, and then what I'm trying to do is pepper in other pieces that I can sell. So that's kind of the, you asked about the show date, R- little rewind. We're, we're pushing, <laughs> yeah. Um, originally I was going to do a set date, blah, blah, blah. And then I realized I'm in this new city um, and I should enjoy it a little. And th- sure. there's no reason I'm talking to a few galleries and a di- like uh, Florida, Austin, not nothing really here yet because I just don't have that network. Um, Colorado a little bit um and just Florida's Miami which is an amazing place and then Austin I live Denver obviously I lived um mm-hmm. and I haven't set on a place and I decided I'm not gonna rush it and so as I'm making these paintings I'm also making like some commission work on the side and just gonna like take my sweet time with it yeah um because yeah I'm in this new place uh before I was like no I have to be this I have to do this right it's like no if I'm financially stable why don't I go soak in the city and the reasons I moved here? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I, I feel like there's a, it, like setting a deadline is a double-edged sword because yeah. sometimes it really like pushes you to get a lot of work done. Yeah. But then it can also like push you to get a lot of like not as great work done, mm-hmm. you know? And, and there's a time and place for both. For sure. You know, like yeah, yeah. had I like, you know, I'm you here for like, deadlines. If yeah. I'd been here, if I didn't have a crazy wrist surgery, yeah, yeah. if everything wasn't so emotionally fragile in my little mind and most of our little minds, because we all had our shit this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just be easy. I'm like, okay, be easy on myself and yeah. all of us, you know? So you moved here in February, right? Mm-hmm. On on Fat Tuesday, I bought my house. Oh, nice. And there wasn't any, there, there, there were some low-key parties, on. but I didn't do those. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. and one of my best friends, Lena, uh, they had house floats. 
So instead of the parade this year, everybody decorated the front of their houses. Oh, and sweet. it was like, it's wild. I still can't get the Google map off my phone. What do you mean, <laughs> what do you mean by that? There's like a plug-in and it's like, here's all the house floats. Oh, cool. You can't get it off. So, Why would you want to? Because I can't read Google Maps. Oh. I'll show you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, me and uh, my friend, one of my best friends here, Lena, um, we drove around and looked at house floats together. And we, I moved in that day. Nice. And yeah, it was a snowstorm in Texas. Everyone's power went out. Oh, All my yeah, shit yeah, got yeah. lost for two weeks. Uh, I, I didn't have oh, any of my things. Oh, because it was in Texas. It got, well, it got stuck in Colorado. Oh. All my paints froze. Mm. So I lost all my supplies. Uh, when I moved here, um, Damn. which was kind of interesting because, and real quick, I have to say shouts to all my supporters and buyers. I did a flash random print sale. Right. Um, and some people just donated and I raised almost all the money to buy new paint by sending out. I just said, I'm going to do a grab bag this much for prints. And I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So it, it really means a lot. And for sure. it, it, cause I, I didn't finance for a thousand dollars in paint. It was a little right. under, but it was interesting because I financed or budgeted rather um, for all new things. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to spend that traveling money to get all new things, but I did not factor in that. Um, right. So I was super grateful for that. And it was kind of funny because I got rid of everything else in my life. Not everything, but major things. A lot of things. And the last thing was my paint, yeah. which was kind of funny. I was like, you know what? I was like, this sucks, but this is awesome because... I got to buy all new Nova paints and it was so satisfying, like very depressing opening all my paint and tossing it, open it, toss it. Cause everything had froze, you know, everything what, it took. Just, I'm just curious what happens to paint when it freezes? It becomes like wet, silly putty. Ooh. Um, you could poke it, it indents a little. And then some, it's interesting cause some of the colors made it. Yeah. Some didn't, a lot of the golden soft bodies did. Um, but I still just like, I know you use golden. Um, Were the, was it like the bottles, the liquid? It was the tiny little ones. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because those that, are like, thinner. uses, right? Uh, kind of. To get of. the gradients? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, but it's it's not the bottle because the Nova's thicker, which you think would. Right. I don't, I don't know what happened because some of the anyway, Nova's it made it. fucked them all up. Yeah, and like one or two of the Nova's <laughs> made it. But uh, I forgot why even. So I moved here. Everything was fucked, uh, of course, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, it, it can't go smooth, you know, in a move, you know, I, you know, something's going to happen. Nothing's ever totally smooth. No. So it, it took my things about three weeks to get here. Yeah. Um, I was in an empty house for a while. That was pretty weird. Uh, spooky. <laughs> Played some Justin Bieber to get up every morning. I think <laughs> I straight up would be like, Alexa, play Justin Bieber peaches. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was right when that song came out. Apparently, that's what gave me life. Nice. I appreciate all music. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, how haunted is your house? I don't think it is. It's never flooded. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. All parts of New Orleans will flood. Other parts won't. Um, if there's ghosts here, they're cool. They're chill. Very quiet. Yeah, yeah. I've had a house, I think, that was haunted before in Austin. Respectful roommates. Um, this I mean, house. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. roommate's... Yeah, Kaya's well, pretty chill. Oh, the Squishmallows and Kaya, you know, plants. And all the ghosts. Yeah, yeah all the very quiet ghosts. I forgot I should be holding. Yeah, that's Raina. Raina. Yes. Hi, Raina. Yeah, Steven got me that. You know, all the the Patreon subscribers will see me, you know, what what would you call this? Swaddling a young. It is. You'd probably need stuffed a little holder for butterfly it. Butterfly thing. Um, yeah, I would need. Like, a swaddle. Rags. Not rags. rags. 
Sorry, linens, <laughs> linens. Unfit parent. <laughs> Wrap my baby in rags. That's why I don't have kids. <laughs> Shouts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, art for reform. Art for reform. I also wanted to talk about that. We talked about that last time, and I think it had just started. Or I think you we maybe were just... about to do an yeah, auction. Yeah, yeah. Um, art for reform uh, started with... Just, ex- yeah, explain... Explain it yeah. for people who might not have heard it, and then we'll talk about all the great things y'all did this year. <laughs> cool. Um, Art for Reform started with this idea I had. A good friend of mine was uh, in Puerto Rico and talked about the uh, earthquakes and stuff and how they were very underfunded. Mm-hmm. And I think as artists, especially if you're able to make a living off your art, that's like a privilege in a sense, No, even though it has a lot of difficulties yeah, that yeah. come with it. I think in any job, it's... Personally, it I just uh, it's nice to give back and be nice to people and do things with what you have. Right. Um, and I had this idea, and I hit up a friend to help me, just like with a web design. It's Amanda Wolf, um, and she immediately was like, "I'm all in," yeah. and immediately became my partner in this. Um, and it's an online art auction uh, benefit for various causes. Right. Where. Anyone can apply and donate art. Um, for certain causes, we had kept the art on theme. Yeah. Um, you know, just so it didn't get lost because some of the messages were like, so first we we had four auctions this year where we raised almost twenty thousand uh, dollars total. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. Shouts community artists, everything, people who shared everything. And the first one was Puerto Rico earthquake relief. Then with of course the protests and riots, uh the George Floyd, everything we did, BLM, and then we did ICE uh, detainees, and the most recent one was ocean conservation. Mm. Yeah, I can. I donated that one. Yeah, you did. And Thank you. Did I? I think I donated the earthquake thing too. I think I you did. Remember. You donated a couple, and that's the thing. It's like even for the artists, the, you can't do all of them. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, and yeah. like so, even if you share it, you like it, you do anything, it's appreciated. For sure. For um, sure. Yeah, those went really well uh, on our last auction. Um, AJ Davis and Abdu, who goes by Restless Wanderer Art um, mm-hmm. on Instagram. AJ Davis is AJ Davis on Instagram. Amanda Wolf, Amanda Wolf on Instagram. But um, shouts to those two. Yeah, and, and to Abdu too, and he's Restless Wanderer on IG. Yeah, but uh, it's it's really cool to see this grow, and we've also gained partnership with uh, this group called Better World uh, mm-hmm. that helped us. They had a free auction site, and then another person, um, this guy named Skyler, hit us up, and he runs a VR gallery. Ooh. And he offered to just, he wanted to help too. And um, Skyler helps run something called artfan.global, and they have VR galleries that you can host your work. They're about to make a platform where they'll print and sell your work for you, right. and it's they're about to launch that pretty soon, which is super cool. And it's just really cool to see everyone come together with what they can, and it makes it a lot easier too because like at first we were pretty spread thin me and amanda were and like sure. each each time we do it it gets a little better because we have someone else and their knowledge like abdu went to school for i not not marketing possibly but something like that that we did not do right. and he is on it and it's nice. amazing and like aj can hop in with the graphics and amanda knows web design and all this shit and i'm i'm just i talk you know so i can great. i can do you're the a, social thing yeah you're a social connector yeah I yeah like. exactly for you sure you know everybody everybody loves you i love you've everybody. introduced me to a lot of awesome people yeah and- I, I like connecting people because 
friends helping friends is what's up. And I'm sure we talked about this in the last episode. But like, we probably if I, I see a connection, then I'm like, yo, this would be cool. Yeah. You know, and it's like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But a lot of times it does. Yeah. Um, and is this kind of like a dream project for you? It seems like you're you're fusing art, which obviously you love, but you're also using this other talent that you have for like connecting people. Yeah. Do you have any other projects like that um, would be like dreams? You know, <laughs> besides the such a lame way to no, phrase that but it's question. true. I mean, <laughs> dreams and aspirations, like it's true. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I had was, I mean, teaching. And mm-hmm. the Madhouse Art Retreat. Did we talk about that? I don't we think We touched so. on it a bit. Um, yeah, just that and being able, because I originally was going to go to grad school for um, teaching college level. And I didn't, my grades sucked in undergrad. Excuse me. And um, I, I didn't get accepted to the school I want to try. started living off my art and I was like, okay. And then when Dempsey offered the retreat to me, I was beyond stoked mm-hmm. because I always wanted to be a teacher. But I didn't. I I don't have the men, the emotional capacity to deal with sixth graders. Oh hell no! They're so mean. They're the meanest. They're, they're the meanest. And like I cannot give enough props to my sixth grade teacher and yeah, any yeah. sixth grade teacher or middle school because you will influence those like few people. And they, I think I've messaged them and said thank you because like to be able to withstand the meanness of a middle schooler, and especially a boy. Oh, girls too. I don't. Mm. yeah i think different. it's a different type of meanness though <laughs> yeah. like we got I, hormones i was such a just like i'm not gonna listen to you i i think you're stupid and you don't know anything girls it's more subtle y'all are more subtle about yeah like to the teacher even i'm saying i was oh, just like fuck you you know <laughs> i was i would i was just a bad student um in general i think but especially in like sixth and seventh grade you're just like raging with all these hormones and you don't know how to direct them and when like your weird art i even in art class my weird art teacher would be like you know sort of try and yell at me i'd just like snap back spitball you know like <laughs> that was my creative outlet back then <laughs> i i didn't sit i did some twerpy things in sixth grade yeah in high school people are still brats uh yeah. but are we I, i'm still in contact a little bit with my teacher and but yeah, long story long. Very grateful <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. for that, and I think <laughs> sorry teach- we got off track there a little. Bit. <laughs> um, teaching teaching more of these workshops and classes because like, and also I think you like when I do this um, the art retreat, I'm sure I'll learn things. Mm-hmm. And like any teacher, you'll see things that the younger generation or even the same generation, just different minds, yeah, are doing. It's constant, just like pulling from your environment and then using it within your own self. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a powerful thing as anyone in any field. It's right. just like knowing that everybody has something to teach you. Yeah. 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 That is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. If you, if we could all just look at life like that, I think it'd be exactly. way cooler. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. I was like, everybody's got something. And I mean, obviously we, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I fuck up with that all the time. You know, like, the random person cutting me off in traffic. I'm, you know, they've got something to teach me about patience. Hey, they do. They do. <laughs> and patience is a big one for me. Breathing through anger and and yeah. and all that. Um, but most, you know, that's something good to remember. Yeah. I would say everybody's that's, got that's something. A good one. That's a little gem hidden. Hidden. Yep. You know, and in it's in like you don't. Here. I mean, listen to everybody. Maybe, but reactions. I don't it, know. It, yeah, it's more about your reaction. Yeah. They, 
people can teach you how to react constructively. Yeah, definitely. If you really try really, really hard. Just try sometimes. hard enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I think teaching, I mean, I've only done it a couple times, more like one-on-one. Yeah. But when you're kind of asked to articulate things that you know just through your body and through your hands into words or into a digestible thing to yeah. communicate to another person. Like this podcast? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I talked about these questions before. I was like, don't, don't, I can't think about this. But now this is easy because it just like, bleh, Yeah, you just let it out. out. Yeah. And, but I, I think it, it actually like doubles back and, and, and there's this feedback where it reinforces your own practice. One, 100% reaffirmation of like these own things or even like help say a friend is going through a hard time and they're like, Hey, I want some advice and I'll talk to them and tell them I, I'm always like, just so you know, this helps me too. Because right, right, you right. type it out and it's things that you tell other people, but so much harder to tell yourself. Exactly. You like know? what we were just saying. Yep. Like- <laughs> so it's the same thing in like art as well. It's yeah, like yeah. it reaffirms what you know, but verbalizing, typing it out if you're just talking to someone uh, via communications online. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, I think it's a powerful thing more than we know. Yeah. Or realize. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Um, Molly, what's your superpower? Oh, no. And, uh, and, oh, what, like, you know, mega unattainable superpower would you like? I would love if I could sing. <laughs> I was Does thinking like count? flying, oh, teleportation. Okay. I guess that singing's not, it, to me, it's a superpower. Uh, yeah, same. Um, if I could, that kind of superpower. Singing's so, good too. It's yeah, a completely it acceptable <laughs> answer. Um, I've always wanted teleportation, but then I, I've always had this other thing that like, would that, take away the specialness of being Uh able to travel and do these things right and then you wouldn't have the time to sit with what you've learned so as much as i would want that i'm not sure if i would choose that and the whole like the whole relationship you have with other people would kind of probably be devalued a bit 100 because you'd be like oh i can just 100 and then i'd be in new orleans and yeah like maybe time travel time travel yeah but wouldn't you be afraid of like butterfly effect shit like you uh, go this back is an and... alternate universe. That shit don't ma- mean shit. Okay. Don't matter shit about fuck. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. That's also my superpower. Butterfly effect does not exist. Sorry, Raina. That's the butterfly squishmallow Andrew has. <laughs> uh, but uh. Sorry. And then is what was the other one? <laughs> Teleportation. <laughs> Singing. Um, uh, I'm sorry. The other question. Oh, what what superpower do you think that you now possess? Like. For me, I, I always I'll, say it, it's usually patience in terms oh, of just being able to kind of like good for you squeeze those oranges into orange juice. You know, that's when I've been learning a lot, especially with surgery and COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. Moving here to the Big Easy, it's what New Orleans' nickname is, which I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And my entire life goal, all my art teachers were like, "Slow down, mm-hmm. slow down." Every single comment I got is yeah. me like, I would fuck way less shit up if I just like patience so shouts to your superpower um i think mine is try is being able to see not being able to trying to see things objectively and knowing that everyone's got their own shit empathy yeah i hate calling it that 
You yeah. know, it sounds so self-entitled, but it's not. Empath? Exactly. That's why yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say that. <laughs> but yeah, just being like, you know, if someone's like kind of snappy or responds in some way, not reacting to that and being like, you know what? This isn't about me. Of course, I do react to that um, and I'm getting better. But I think it being able to talk to someone and be like, I get it. You're in your own space. Yeah, yeah. But also, of course, I, I stand my ground in my feelings. Absolutely. And am able to be like, no. But I love you because yeah. I have love for anyone, even if they're an asshole. I will not necessarily surround myself with them. Sure. But I understand that we're all on our own our own thing. Right, right. And I think that's a hard thing that to deal with because people can be really shitty to one another. And of course, sometimes I'm just like, will not give that the energy. No. Right. You know, you, but you can't fight every battle. No. And that's that's the thing is I, I don't want to. And that's yeah. that superpower is like if someone's doing something, I'll be like, nope. And that's okay. And I'm not going to fight this. But right, I'm also, right, right. I will state my grounds and hold my boundaries for what I need. But then be like, bless it and, and release it. And release. That's what my mom says. <laughs> bless like, and release. Yeah, is that bless a, it Is that like a it. fishing uh, term? I don't bless think my mom's a fisher. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like catch and release. A fisher woman. Uh. Um, anyway. Um, but yeah, just being like, bless it and release it. Yeah. You know? And um yeah, I think that's something I'm super grateful for. Being stubborn, that's a double-edged sword. But look at look at me now. I got through yeah. all my shit, you know? You and, got through it all. And I'm grateful for that. I painted when I was in my lowest. And of course, then I didn't. Like during quarantine, I had friends that painted. I had friends that didn't paint. And everything is acceptable. Again, we're all on our own path. Yeah. And everyone's feelings are valid. And to sit with your feelings, feel them. I feel things like I'll be real sad. When I, something happens, it'll fucking get me. And then I'll have a couple friends that get a word vomit from me. You've gotten it. Oh, I'm yeah. sure all, a lot of my close friends have. And then I process and I'm like, okay, I feel a little better now. Yeah. Um, you don't hold on to the bad feeling because it's, yeah. it's, it's familiar there, or it's comfortable. There. Okay. It's like, it's like, yeah, you just let it out. And you're, yeah. I think, I think not to be that guy, but I think men have a little bit more trouble holding on to their feelings yeah they're taught not to and of course like they're taught not to but we're all capable of change so that's a bad excuse we're all aware of what's going on so men are like oh well we were taught this way i was like cool figure it out yeah you know like uh but you are 100 percent correct because it is like this societal thing but men men can change Boys, I think there's a difference between <laughs> men and women and boys and girls. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, and it's like men and women are like owning these things and learning and growing and children yeah, yeah. kind of just stuck stick in these mindsets. They're like, no, yeah, this yeah. is it. Yeah, this yeah. is how I am. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. I don't have time for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and also I think like just emotional pathways that you've been over and over and over before tend to become, even though they suck, they tend to become familiar or that they can suck. Yeah. They're familiar. So you, you want to be comfortable in that familiar emotional state. Definitely. And it takes like, it takes some sweat and some pain and yeah. some just being uncomfortable to get, to learn how to deal with it. Definitely. Right? And to learn how to, to uh, uh, transcend it for lack and of to a like better word. And to like switch your thought process. Yeah. And I mean, getting into... Like states of like depression and sadness and like even since moving here, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was in this super depressive state and 
since coming here, people will be like, oh, how are you? I'll be like, I'm fine. And then I'm like, wait, no, I need to actively change what I'm verbalizing because like, of course, I've got like some new health things and all that. And like, it's, it's lame at times, but also if it's like, it's almost easier sometimes say I've been sad. It's almost easier to get stuck in that loop where you're right. like, oh, okay, cool. I'll get a little attention. I'm going to do this. Like, cool. And your brain's like, it's easy to be sad, you know? And then you have to actively change that pattern. Like, you know, microdosing even sometimes with mushrooms is nice and mm -hmm. like doing things like that. But you have to work to change that that process. For sure. And look at the good. But of course, it you know, don't force looking at the good if you're still needing to mourn. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, again, it's not all glitter and gold. Yeah, the mind's such a, such a tricky place to, oh, to navigate through. Exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. Because, well, like, even, like, the things that, you know, I was saying, like, of course you don't, like, quote, unquote, hold grudges. And I, I speak to the people and hold my boundaries. Those things are still inside of me. You know, right. to a point, like, I see my triggers pop up. I see these things come up. And it's like, ah, yeah, you know, I and I know that, and it's going to be forever because new triggers will come up, and of course we always learn about ourselves, but new things will come in, and it's mm -hmm. it's a forever thing. But then harnessing that, okay, I can do this. What's the best way for myself, and what are the best tools? Which of course I'm learning always, right? To figure out how to break down those boundaries mm -hmm. and create a happier place for everyone involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the trick is is just remembering that you can always update your information about yourself and mm -hmm. the world and how to respond yep. to the situations that you're in. Yeah. And just being aware. I think awareness is super key yeah. in that way. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, like look at what you're doing mm -hmm. and re re reacting to. Or mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's about this cycle. It's, it, it's more about, it's like about the movement of it all rather than, being stagnant and staying and camping out in like mm -hmm. the swamp of your shitty feelings and getting attached to that. I mean, I do like, I we're like the, the swampy yeah, weather the right swamp. now. Not that swamp. But the different swamp. Yeah. <laughs> like literally in the swamp. Yeah. It's like you're, you I'm going to stay your here. Tent and mm -hmm. you're like, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> you And you do. It's like recognizing sitting with those emotions for as long as you need, but then eventually being like, wait, have I been here too long? Maybe I should pack up camp, get your little tent out of the swamp. Yeah. Move, move to the the edge. To, go yeah. to the fucking what is that called? The beach, the shore. Yeah, go to the shore. Yeah, yeah. At swim least. to shore. Swim have to shore. your feet in the swamp. Your hand if touching you like this. It, you know, like yeah. you got to be in touch with it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe and take a little souvenir. Crawl you know? out slowly, and you know it's just like <laughs> trudging up onto the beach, and then eventually Become swamp thing. Yeah, I am a swamp thing. <laughs> I, I I definitely honor my post emo current emo self and i uh, i mean yeah. i'm a cancer like i i have emotions and i feel them mm -hmm. um it's good but, and of course all signs you know astrology who knows but i i connect a lot to my cancer feelings and uh i appreciate my sadness i've got like five sad girl playlists on spotify go find me you guys molly gardner on spotify <laughs> check out you got like eight sad girl if you need to feel some stuff Got you. Yeah. Like, made a new one a couple days ago. <laughs> Favorite emo band. Oh, gosh. You can't do that to me. Uh, I'm doing it. You know it. what? Say anything, probably. There's a record, uh, was and is a real boy. We'll listen to it later. I have it on vinyl. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Vinyl. Yeah. I got the vinyl. It's like 15 years old. Bold. Um, it's amazing. I've listened to it five times this week. We were, we've talked about this plenty of times, but um, I think that what we're like six seven years apart 
I'm something? 31. Five years apart. Okay. Sorry. Um, it was my birthday we... uh, two two weeks ago. Venmo, Molly Gardner. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about how emo bands like have had such a short shelf life that even with a five-year difference, like we know totally oh. different bands. I was like, uh, sorry, my face at Andrew's complete disbelief right now because their shelf life is not short. They are amazing. I listened to eat my emo music for 15 out of the 20 hours I drove here. Okay. I don't always, I don't listen to it in the studio on road trips. Okay. I do. But, Let's, let me name off some bands and see but if that's, you that's recognize what I, mean. I think shelf life is just, it's a different word I yeah, was yeah. thinking. Okay. But, the, but you uh, know what I'm saying? Like I do now. The pop yes. and then the drop. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's like we, we like even in five years, like different emo bands. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like uh, I really was into like the Get Up Kids. See, and I listened to some, but mm. not as much. Yeah, yeah. I was more like, yeah. I was a scenester. I did scene stuff, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, but of course, like Take Back Sunday, brand new, all the classics, mm. but then like the Hush Sound, which yeah, I remember we were, me and Bobby and you don't were in California, <laughs> we were screaming all the lyrics and you were like, cool guys, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> um, but um, I don't even know how we got on this topic. But, but Say Anything is your favorite emo band. I think one of them. We well, were talking Incubus about is being... an emo. It's more like alt. Incubus is pretty Okay, that's another. I still have that CD in my car. Since I've been able to drive a car, I have a burned Incubus CD that I listen to. You know that's illegal, right? <laughs> narc. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking narc. Uh, I'm going to call... Uh, the music police and no um what you got there oh well recently <laughs> uh being down here in the swamp uh i started to make some little fans that's so steezy dude they're fun they're um, it's called a flip fan or what um, no the clacker no the clackers are the big ones the big ones so these are little mini these are just little folding fans i think with again we need some asmr Um, I think something with art that's always um, Jared uh, uh, Lost Sailor Designs actually kind of uh, taught me this and like spoke about it. Wearable art is a big thing and wearable, not just being you wear it, but like you can hold it. Accessories. Yeah. And like things like that. And it's always interesting to try and find because not everyone can afford a fucking two to five thousand dollar painting. Right. Have the wall space, anything Um, and trying to find your niche market in those like. I recently got a record player. I want to do some record slips and do stuff like that. I am now in a swamp, and it's hot as hell down here. It is. Um, and By just, the way, these really do work. They're fans. You know, they're amazing. I mean, I guess, like, you know, everyone has known this for hundreds of years. <laughs> I invented the fan. It's been a crazy year. <laughs> um but no, and it's it's like finding that little thing and being down here in this hot, humid weather. Everybody has You're fans inspired. around me. Yeah, yeah, everybody had their little pocket fans, and I was like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> um, I might, I might get on that." Holler, they'll be on my website. Uh, Twenty five bucks shipped. Molly Garner art fans. I got a painting on them. Yeah, um, it's real cool. And yeah, I'm gonna buy one. Holler, thanks. Love yeah. that. Um. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to touch back on this retreat you're doing. Yes. Um, how long is it? What can people expect if they want to come out? And um, yeah. Who else is going to be there? Yeah, definitely. So um, 
this retreat is going to be the 19th to the 22nd, which I know I said of August. It's myself, Seth McMahon, and Gabriel Welch. Uh, Madhouse Art is putting it on. It's right. on a hemp farm in Colorado. Said a bunch of this, but what it's going to be is three intensive painting days. The class will be split up into mm -hmm. three, and also this is going to be an ongoing series. Uh, this is the right. first one that Dempsey Madhouse Art is doing, and there's going to be this going on. It's on this property with teepees. Food is included, lodgings included. There will be scavenger hunts, disc golf course. It's like a summer camp. I'm honestly so stoked because yeah, yeah. my summer camp as a child kind of shaped me into what part of the human I am today. Totally. So that's even more like touching. 20 spots, eight hours or so of painting a day is long, along with like small nighttime workshops. Yeah. Um, meals. Yeah, meals are included, vegetarian meals. Um, I think there may possibly be a meat option because I know that's needed. If in you some can stuff. hunt your own elk, you yeah, can have some meat. Good luck. Yeah. No guns allowed. Yeah, just a knife. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> or a fan. Or a fan. I don't. Hopefully, these can't kill anybody because <laughs> no. very nonviolent over here. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm really doing a great job. Uh, you are <laughs> facilitating um, this interview. And yeah, I'm really excited. It, the classes. Uh, the uh, students will be split up, mm -hmm. have three days each day you switch with a different teacher. Um, and I think it's really cool because all three of us are very different painters. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'm stoked to see both those boys because I love them very much. It's been a long time since I've, especially the pandemic, yeah. uh, been able to see either of them and Dempsey as well. And I'm very excited. Uh, little nighttime activities. Head up, Dempsey, if you want to go. I think half the spots are sold right now. I'll definitely put a, a link in the description. Love that. Check it out, everybody. Um, and yeah, beyond that, like that's kind of what I'm working towards is that solo show yeah. and that workshop and just nesting. Mm. Nesting here, trying to, yeah. Mm. Nesting and, uh, with Raina I'll, and Jimmy and the gang. Joy. Thank you. Sorry, I just gave Andrew a death glare when he said Jimmy. Her name's Joy. I just name I kind of name everybody Jimmy if I don't know their name. It's either Chris or Jimmy. That's funny. Those are the male names I give people that I don't know. Mine's Sean mm -hmm. and Shannon. My fake name ah. is Shannon. Oh. So if someone's like okay. drunk and talking to me and not making sense, and they're like, what's your name? I'm like, Shannon. 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 <laughs> Very nice. Um, but Yeah. I don't have a fake name. Yes, I do. It's Larry. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's go eat some jambalaya. What do you say? All right. Yeah, I love that. Uh, thanks for talking to me today. This is awesome. Absolutely. Thank you for hosting us. Yeah, I can't wait at to your house. sit and walk around in the open air with our fans and mm -hmm. go see some cool outdoor stuff while we're here. And thanks for listening, y'all. I love you. Yeah. And love you. Uh, yeah, I'll just link to all the things. And I love cool. you too. Yeah. Shouts, shout, 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 shouts. Thank you again for listening to another episode of RTAF Podcast. If you are interested in supporting the Patreon, that address is patreon.com slash RTAF podcast. And I want to thank all my patrons. You guys keep this engine running. I couldn't do it without you. Go over there and check out the tiers I have available. It includes video, 
uh, guest suggestions, uh, patron-only posts, and some merchandise. Thank you again for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. Do all those little things that help get RTAF into the consciousness of more and more people. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out.